Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from How to Get What You Want by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1917. Last time we talked about the importance of self-discovery. The great problem is how to get at the force and the great within of ourselves and then to put it to work to the best advantage. For whether life shall be a success or a failure depends upon the call we make on our resources, the extent to which we develop all our possibilities. The other day I was trying to encourage a friend to start out on their own. Instead of settling down in a narrow groove to work for somebody else all their life, I am afraid, they said, I haven't the courage to take chances. I've always worked for somebody else. I never made a program for myself, never started anything on my own. I don't dare to make the attempt because I might fail. That friend will never get a hold of half of their resources because they are afraid to trust themselves, afraid to branch out, to take chances. We don't know what we can do until we try. And unused faculties never grow or strengthen. Everywhere we see starved, stunted lives. People who have discovered only little bits of themselves. Little patches here and there. In the great wilderness of their possibilities. They don't believe in their inherent greatness. They don't realize that they were born into this world to do a certain work and that to do that work, they will need every bit of power they can develop. The average person starting out in life has no means of knowing what their total assets are. Our systems of education do not help them discover their possibilities. They see only the assets that lie on the surface, and if they are not instructed how to find those that are deep down below the surface, 
if they do not get into the right environment, if they do not make a call on the divinity within themselves, they may never develop the person it is possible for them to become. Now, we find ourselves in very different ways, struggling with difficulties, Disappointments and failures is a common means of self-discovery. But any ordinary event, any easy way of prosperity, will not do it. It must be something which shakes us to the very center of our being and knocks out from under us every support. We must feel that we have nothing to lean upon but the creative power within, the God who made us. So long as there is no call made on the great within of us, we never know our own resources. On the other hand, the structure of many a divine success has risen out of the ashes of a burned-out fortune or ruined hopes. Like those plants which must be crushed before they will reveal their sweetest fragrance, many people never reveal the sweetest thing in them until they are crushed by some great sorrow. They go through half a life, unconscious of the richness which lies buried within them, when suddenly some great grief, some overwhelming misfortune, reveals a wealth of personality, and a power which not even those who knew them best dreamed they possessed. The shock of the Civil War which uncovered the greater Abraham Lincoln, also uncovered the greater Ulysses S. Grant. When 40 years old, nobody outside of his own little community knew Grant. Up to that time, he had not shown the slightest sign of what was locked up inside him. No one ever dreamed there was anything remarkable in the man. And yet all of these years walking around without distinction was one of the world's greatest warriors. There was disguised in that apparently mediocre individual, the man who next to Lincoln was to play the chief part in the saving of the country. There was locked up in that ordinary man, one of the greatest military geniuses that ever lived. A quarter century of ordinary events did not even give a glimpse of the giant sleeping within him. He never dreamed what was inside of himself. Up to his 39th year or later, everybody who knew Grant would have laughed at the idea, as he would have done himself, that he had ability to take any prominent part in the subduing of a great rebellion. He had graduated 21st in a class of 39 at West Point. At 32, he was a nobody and was forced to resign from the army because of his great weakness. He went into the real estate business, worked in a store, in a tannery, and was a comparative failure in them all. It was the supreme emergency of a war, which threatened to disrupt the nation, that revealed the real man to himself and to the world. Truth be told, many people past their 50th even their 60th milestone, before they find themselves, before something happens which unlocks a new door in the great within of themselves, which reveals new powers, 
and new resources of which they had never before been conscious. Then in a few years after their discovery, they end up redeeming half a lifetime of ineffectiveness. We often hear men and women who have found themselves tell of the particular things which awaken their ambition, the accident or sorrow, the book or suggestion, the emergency or encouraging friend, which first gave them a glimpse of their own possibilities, uncovered powers which they never before dreamed they possessed. If all the people who have done things worthwhile in the world would only give an account of how they were awakened, would tell of the things that had aroused their ambition, what a wonderful help it would be to those who are struggling. There are a multitude of things which can assist our self-discovery. For example, keeping our minds in a positive, creative condition, keeping ourselves physically at top condition, in perfect health, maintaining mental poise, a cheerful, happy attitude, by keeping our minds free from fear, worry, and anxiety. There is no secret about any of these things. Self-confidence is a potent self-discoverer. Distrust and self-depreciation close the doors to the locked-up potencies and powers within. Faith opens the door and releases them. Seek every possible experience, which seems to open your nature and release new force. For instance, after listening to a wonderful voice or going to an opera, lovers of music feel something inside of them released, something which had been locked up before, something which they never really knew they possessed until then. Sometimes a great play will produce a similar effect upon people. They leave the theater feeling conscious of an enlargement of soul. When children frequently change ideas about a future career, parents often are puzzled and troubled at what they think is fickleness. But this often occurs because education unlocks new powers in the child, opens up new possibilities to them and changes their ideals and ambitions. One of the great advantages of education and wide experience is that they help us to uncover more and more of our hidden powers, and these seem inexhaustible, for no matter how many successive discoveries we may make in ourselves, there apparently is no diminution of the remainder. In fact, human life seems to be a sort of funnel we pass into the small end at birth, and the farther we go, the larger and larger grows the funnel. Our horizon keeps ever pushing out towards the infinite, and there seems no limit to our possible growth. Many people go through life without having their nature opened up to any great extent, because they do not seek occasions for growth. They do not take sufficient pains to get into an ambition-arousing, ideal-awakening environment. Not long ago, I wound my watch at night, and in the morning I found that it had stopped. The hands were just where they had been when I wound it. I took it up, but the hands didn't move. Then I gave it a violent shaking, 
and it started at once, and then ran until the mainspring was exhausted the following night. The power which enabled the watch to do what it was made to do was there all the time. All it needed was a little shaking up to start it going. Everywhere we see people standing still mentally and spiritually, making no progress toward further self-discovery. They have ceased to grow, but men and women who are trying to make the most of their lives never stop growing. They are always on the road, because their goal is always receding as they grow larger, broader, and more efficient. They only stop off at way stations to unpack a few things which they no longer need, impediments which hamper them, and then they resume their journey. This is the way all along the path of life. If you would like to get at your hidden resources, stimulate your growth and power, you must continually be improving yourself somewhere increasing your intelligence by closer and keener observation, by constant study of people and things, by broadening your mental and spiritual outlook, by getting away from self, and then enlarging your sphere of service and helpfulness. <laughs>